Hello listeners and welcome to episode 8 of Fairly Far-Fetched. Bit of a sad episode today, not only is it back to just the two of us, but my good pal Gavin, you're back in Tokyo mate, sad. Yeah, very sad actually, Um, although I am happy to be back, although it's bloody warm. Yeah, it seems like you're not going to get much sleep there in this heat. Just aircon, fans, everything, Yeah. yeah. But it was nice recording a few together, wasn't it? It was. I really enjoyed it. I'm actually uh, quite upset we didn't manage to get that last one in, but we had a good weekend instead. Yeah, exactly. But hey, listen, for- 40 minutes of fiddling around with technology and we're back to normality. So <laughs> Absolutely. it's lush, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, so um, opening question today, Gav. I was taken by a news article I saw on IGN or something about the Pokemon Cafe in Tokyo that you and me have been to a number of times. That's really they recently good shared... reference there. <laughs> yeah, I know, isn't it? Uh, they recently shared their exclusive Halloween menu, including Celebi's Elex Forest Pesto Pasta, Halloween Pikachu, Halloween Hat Pikachu Omi Rice, and Zoroa's... Halloween roast beef burger and we've been dancing around the subject we've even gone into it a couple of times about eating Pokemon we're saying you know what we eat Pokemon so today's question is if Pokemon existed in our world and we ate them what would be your favorite pokey based meal right what if we didn't eat them and we just ate the products that they produced we can still eat them I'm just going with this is the meal that I chose all right Um, all right my favourite foods are breakfast foods. Um, mm. So I've gone with Pokemon number 242, Blissey. The eggs are such a delicacy that some say eating one will bring you happiness. These eggs ah. fetch the highest prices on the market. So I'm thinking scrambled Blissey egg with Pokemon number 721, Volcanion hot sauce. It's oh be, yes yeah, surely some fire pokemon has got branded hot sauce right yeah volcanion hot sauce that's lovely yeah on pokemon number 685 slurpuff bakery sourdough classic doesn't that sound that sounds delicious? delicious what do you think a blissey egg like what would it be is it gonna have like a yolk and stuff in it because what is actually the blissey egg anyway is I, it a baby e- like happeny no i don't think it's a happeny because they are like um, well, it's like a chicken egg, isn't it? I guess if it was um, impregnated by a ditto, then it it would be a happy. <laughs> um, yeah, but but the egg it's just carrying around is there to just make people happy. So I'm assuming scrambled eggs are a fair game. All right, I'm down. Very much down for a bit of that scrambles mm. on some delicious slurpuff uh, sourdough. I went. I I started going pretty out there. Right, I was thinking like. Smash Jigglypuff on toast. Oh, um, I also thought about, you know, Tropius. Yeah. Um, which is that kind of like dinosaur looking kind of yeah. Pokemon. The palm tree. Um, he is in, yeah, he in Pokemon Go certainly is caught in like the tropics and in like South America and stuff. And what's really yeah. interesting about him is it says in his Pokedex entry that it uses its neck for reaching treetops to gorge on its most favorite f- fruit. And since uh-huh. it ate only this kind of fruit continuously, the fruit actually now grows behind its neck. And if you look at Tropius, it's got these like banana shaped things. It does, yeah. Which I reckon would be like um, plantain or cassava or something like that. Like something, like some delicious, almost savoury, sweet, banana-shaped type thing, which I thought would be pretty delicious. Yeah. Um, Neither of those are my answer, just some freebies (laughs) and chucking out there. Um, My answer is super, super simple. It's an all-in-one meal. 
this Pokemon looks delicious. It's classic Pokemon number 47, Parasect. Now, the reason yeah. I'm into eating Parasect, one, I love mushies, and it's got mushies on its back, right? That's how it evolves, is by, like, this mushroom planting spores in it and then growing. Yeah. But it's also got this, like, organic protein, like, bug crab type thing which just looks like it would be delicious so i'm going you turn parasect onto its back so it's mushrooms the bottom and then it's almost like a portobello mushroom type thing um and then maybe you just chuck on some like chili jam some lemons some like coriander wrap it in tin foil and chuck the whole thing in the oven Low yeah. and slow cooking we're talking about. It comes out and you've got this lovely, uh, really lovely baked mushroom with this like baked crab and you just kind of crack it open and you're getting it all in one. Simple. You just put like whatever flavours you want in there to like soak through into the crab and oh, mwah, okay. delicioso. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'm, I'm on board with that because we know that insects protein is the future. Um, it's the future, man. And I feel like a parasect is probably that, that sustainable... The sustainable meal. My only question is, Kia, mm. are those mushrooms poisonous? No, you just got to cook them. Uh, mushrooms are famously <laughs> heat unstable, so all you need to do is cook them to get rid of to get rid of all that bad stuff. You okay. y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, great. Okay, I'm glad you're on board for a bit of that. <laughs> so uh, today's episode, Pokemon, Pokey Crime, episode eight, Pokey Crime. Uh, we have had a number of questions, isn't it fair to say, about like crime in the Pokemon world, and it's a bit different to how it is in our world. And I think the obvious thing when you think about, oh, if Pokemon existed, is like the basic reductive, yeah, but you could just have a Charizard and it would just kill everyone. Yeah. So today's episode is we're going to dive into a bit of like the basics, I think, first of all, right, Gav? So, like, can they be used in crimes? Will they be conducting crimes on their own? Can they be tried as criminals? And what the difference is between crime in the Pokemon world and our world in which Pokemon exist. And then Gav and I, we've been doing a bit of detective work. We've got four trending hot crimes right now that are happening in our world where Pokemon exist. We're going to tell you all about them so you know how to look out for them and also how to avoid them if you should come into contact with them. How does that sound for today, Gav? That sounds wonderful. Lovely. So the obvious place to start with crimes in the Pokemon world is like maybe the teams, actually. So why don't you give our little listeners a bit of a pricey if they don't necessarily play the games or whatever about what these crime teams are in the Pokemon world? Of course. So in uh, most of the Pokemon games, there's some sort of team. And in the new Pokemon game, there will also be another criminal team. Uh, The classics Team Rocket. Um, we've mm-hmm. got uh, Team Plasma, Team Aqua, Team Magma, Team Galactic. They're basically mm. all organised crime teams run by a crime lord who t- they tend to have nefarious purposes. Team Rocket, they just wanted to steal the most, steal the most uh, valuable Pokemon. Uh, team Aqua and Magma, they're the they're the interesting ones because they're like eco-warriors gone too far. Yeah. So Team Magma believe that with overpopulation, what we need is more land mass. So exactly. they're trying to use Groudon to make a drought and then yep. Aqua are the opposite. Yeah, they wanted to flood flood the world. Um, yeah, I think they, they wanted to make it like an ocean, an ocean land, basically. That's it, um, yeah. 
there's also, sorry, Team Flair and Team Skull. Team Skull were incredible. Uh, they were my favourite new addition uh, to the, the Pokemon universe because they were like just angry teens. I really enjoyed uh, that. Did they rap or something? Uh, they're all, they're, yeah, they, they wore like balaclavas and like yeah. hoodies and, you know, it was, they, they, were, they were wonderful. Um, they <laughs> tend to have their own sort of Pokemon uh, types. So they tend to uh, mm-hmm. go towards poison type Pokemon, psychic type Pokemon, dark Pokemon. And then mm. like the sort of uh, almost like criminal Pokemon that you, that you know, like rats and cats and yeah. the, famously Meowth was the uh, the team rocket yeah. pokemon there. Um so that's that's basically pokemon teams. There is one uh another uh, another thing uh their team team plasma. Team they plasma. Had a very yeah, although a nefarious team, they did like the eco warriors of team aqua and team magma. They had a fairly interesting idea where they wanted to liberate all Pokemon from their trainers. They wanted... Interesting. Yeah, they didn't want Pokemon trainers to be... They didn't want Pokemon to be captive. They wanted them to be free. But it it Mm. became a very seedy... Like, they they did it through theft and, you know, like, persuasion. And it, it just mm. wasn't... And then it became some huge conspiracy. It wasn't it wasn't great. But, yeah, that's, that's uh, teams okay, in the so Pokemon universe. A couple of interesting things in there. First of all, who's the worst criminal team? Who, who are, like, the most nefarious? Oh, that's interesting. Most nefarious. I would probably say Team Rocket, I guess. Team Rocket. So, Team Rocket... Their thing is that they want to steal Pokemon, right? Which is they're pretty, just, yeah, pretty deplorable. They're, they're nasty people. They're not. They're in it for themselves. They're in it for money. They're stealing. Mm. They're chopping off slowpoke tails. They're doing, you know, horrible. Yeah, horrible that things. slowpoke tail thing is so weird. Yeah, they're experiment on, experimenting on Pokemon. You know, Giovanni mm. had a, a Mewtwo, um, mm-hmm. and then Giovanni brought the whole band back together for Team Rainbow Rocket very recently. Uh, of course, yeah. Okay, so. Okay, so these are basically the, they are the equivalent in our world of like crime syndicates, right? It's organised crime. It's That's basically what it means. Yeah. They've just given them a funny team name, but it's organised mm. crime. It's child friendly. Okay. Child friendly organised <laughs> crime. The best type, actually, in my opinion, if you want exactly it. Exactly that, um, yeah. So criminal Pokemon you talked about there. You talked about like rats, poison Pokemon. Tell me a bit more about, or tell our listeners, I guess, a little bit more about the types of Pokemon that are used by these teams and how they are used, but in organised crime in the Pokemon world. Okay. Oh, how they are used. Um, Right. So, Team Rocket uh, leaned mostly towards, like, poison-type Pokemon. Mm. Coughing, Weezing, Ekans, Arbok, Zubat, Golbat, Grimer. Yeah. They look evil. Poison is evil. evil. Poison's like an evil type, isn't it? It's like that... Yeah type that it's not like a pleasant leaf like grass type it's you know out to get you it's out to poison you poison is bad it's synonymous with bad exactly um and that that all of the teams tend to to gravitate towards these particular uh pokemon um Mm. and in terms of usage in the games uh, it, the lower level grunts of the team that you come across and you're, you're fighting will send out one or two or six of yeah. these Pokemon, sometimes six Zubats, you know, because 
just a load of zubats they have to fill the time in the game (laughs) yeah exactly right sometimes you've got to kill six zubats to progress through Mount Moon give you you a way of leveling up give you a way of making money it's a mechanic exactly Um, but they're basically just used as fodder for the main character to to walk through Um, in the anime they tend to tend to be used for like nefarious purposes like like poisoning humans or like making a smoke cloud or something like that so they can disappear stuff like that yeah but 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 they're used to help the teams conduct their criminal activity right so coughing will put up a smoke screen for um for jesse and james in team rocket so that they can nav pikachu or yeah uh, will come and i don't know poison sting someone or like wrap them up to prevent ash from being able to uh, save Pikachu from being stolen to basically be sold for money. That's all it is, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly that, yeah. I don't okay. know why they're after Pikachu. No idea. Not particularly. Because well, he's quite he's clearly quite powerful. They reckon they can um fetch a high price for him. And also, to be fair, he ends up being the meddling Pikachu, that meddling Pokemon that keeps stopping them from being able to steal other Pokemon, right? So I mean yeah, so one answer is stop bloody following them around. Mm-hmm. Um if you don't want Pikachu to stop you, don't go to Pallet Town when he's there. Um, right. But yeah, so I, so I think that's quite interesting, right? So Pokemon aren't criminals, but they are used by criminals. And in the games and in the anime, they're actually just used to battle the good guys who are trying to prevent crime. Yeah. yeah rather exactly than being that. used to conduct crime. And this is one thing that I guess has kind of bugged me, because it doesn't really translate even in the Pokemon world, is that... When a young boy at the age of 10 beats your team of six Zubat, mm. you then run away because you've got nothing else to, to lose. But hold on, you're an adult in a crime syndicate, just punch the kid. So this is really interesting. I'm really <laughs> glad you've said this, right? Because when I was researching this, this was the big um, problem with crime in the Pokemon universe. And there was one user on Reddit that really eloquently explained a theory around why this is the case, if you don't mind indulging me for a couple of minutes here. Yeah, go on. So Martel732 off Reddit, he basically... So what he thought was really interesting, and the the debate that was raging on on this particular subreddit, was that exactly what you just described. Why is it that if a criminal wants to... um, I don't know, let's say they want to hijack Silfco. They want to take over a corporation. Um, they've gone in there, they've suppressed the workforce, and they are going away of stealing all this new technology. And then a kid walks in and manages to just beat all of their grunts, all of these evil criminals in a Pokemon battle, and they just go, well, fair enough, you've beaten us in a Pokemon battle. Now, mm. the, the a lot of people were saying, yeah, well, I guess the idea is that me going in and beating team rocket in Silfco or in the devon company or just in some you know cave somewhere is that i'd say right i've now beaten all your pokemon do you want me to use my charizard on you no they don't they feel threatened by the power of my pokemon and they like piss off right yeah now that's what I always thought it was, which is why they also give you a bit of cash as well to be like, hey, Soz, um, here's like a bit <laughs> of cash. I'm with you. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to mess with you anymore. But actually, this guy, Martel732, went way deeper. And he basically said that... So think about the like legendary and mythical Pokemon in the games and anime. They are 
able they're world enders right so you've yeah. got pokemon that are able to completely drain the world's liquid water you've got pokemon that are able to completely drown the world in water in yeah. groudon and kyogre the pokemon i can't remember his name the legendary in pokemon y that looks like the shape of a y can you remember his name it's not yeah Dialga. say again eve tal eve tal so eve, that po- eve tal yeah that pokemon in its Pokedex description says that when it dies, it takes the lives of all living beings with it. Yeah, yeah. So you've got these Pokemon, and we'll caveat this in a second when we bring it into our world, but I think it's an interesting point to land. Pokemon in the world of Pokemon TV series and video games are complete and utter world controllers and world enders. So we don't want to fuck with them. And then you go, well, why don't they just completely get rid of us? They're evidently the dominant species. Yeah. So why do you think, Gav, Pokemon would want to keep us around? Friendship. 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 Uh, What does friendship allow Pokemon? I'll tell you what, I'll go back on that. What, why do dogs like to keep us around? Hmm. So we are basically a dependent, uh, well, they are dependent on us for food. Cats the same. They yep. live around humans uh, because they know that they will get fed. So a lot of these Pokemon in our universe, they're going to be animals, aren't they? But fair yep. enough. Yeah, we're keeping hold of a of a dragon Charizard in a house. He's probably still yeah. wants to get fed, yeah. you know? There's certain totally. rules. You don't, it doesn't just go out and, you know, kill a Mareep. Um, yeah, 100%. You know. and, and if you go deeper than that, and this is where this Reddit user went, which I think is really, really interesting, is in the wild, you very rarely see final stage evolution Pokemon. They are yeah. out there, but you don't see them very often. Mm-hmm. If you were to go out and catch, like, um, you know, a level 50 Pidgeot, Pidgeot in the wild, one, they're not very readily available compared to their, like, really basic versions. And if you do catch them, their move sets would be really rubbish because they haven't had a human trainer to help teach them how to be the best version of themselves. And their stats are always way, way worse, right? Which yeah. means that, conceivably, in the Pokemon universe, Pokemon need humans in order to, like, think strategically, to develop, to evolve. So... There's a complete balance and harmony and equilibrium in the Pokemon universe where we need Pokemon because if we were to kill Groudon or Kyogre or whomever else, the whole world would literally end. But they need us to help evolve them, to help develop them and to help them do what they do, which is keep the world in balance. Yeah. So the reason this guy reckons why there's no crime is that we're basically like the world is always on a knife edge. And Pokemon are inherently good rather than inherently evil. And maybe in the past, we used to, you know, murder, rape, pillage, all this stuff. And Pokemon just went, no, 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 I'm not having that. And Mm. it put the world out of balance. So now we live in a world where actually you can send 10-year-olds out to travel the entire world and catch Pokemon. No one has their doors locked or closed in Pokemon. You just rock into someone's house and they just start telling you about their Slowpoke candy or whatever it is. Yeah. So actually, because of the... Uh, enormous power of Pokemon and the balance that needs to be struck between them, we humans, the worst crime we we will conduct is to steal Pokemon and use them for money. Even then, there's no murder. And even then, if you beat someone in a battle and they are criminals, they'll just go, yeah, all right, fair enough. I'm not going to murder you because Pokemon don't like murder and I don't want to put the world into balance. So we've got this like innate sense of like balance, which is why crime doesn't exist properly in the Pokemon world. 
Yeah, it's child-friendly organised crime. Yeah, no, that's perfect. I really like that. It's a really cool explanation, right? Now, the reason why I wanted to bring that up is because we keep getting into this thing about, like, utopia versus dystopia, and we're about to talk about crime in a world where Pokemon exist. Now, can you... I mean, hopefully you're kind of following my train of thought here, Gav, but can you see, like, what I'm getting at with... Why isn't that the case if Pokemon just inhabit our world based on what we've talked about so far in this podcast? Right. So I would say, I think we're going down the route of can Pokemon be evil, right? Yep. Right. So to quote Ekans. To qu- quote Ekans. <laughs> to quote Ekans. Snake Pokemon, Pokemon number 23. Yeah. Yep. And I've done this before, quoting an anime episode here. <laughs> uh, episode Isle of Giants in the Indigo League, the first season of Pokemon. I think it's the first season. Mm-hmm. Uh, Indigo to League, quote yeah. Ekans. And uh, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do a voice, but I will use his terrible grammar. Okay. Pokemon not bad, guys. <laughs> Coughing replies. That's right. Ekin says, Pokemon do bad things because Master bad. Uh... And I think that's that sums it up perfectly. Now, the Pokemon aren't necessarily doing bad things. They're being they're being told to do them by their terrible terrible masters mm. they're not i don't think we've got pokemon out there committing committing their own crimes fine We're okay st- it, the crime in our universe will still be crime committed by human beings we're not arresting an onyx because it goes through a city on a whim because it's you know it hates humans that day yeah okay so so that's interesting. So Pokemon can't be inherently evil, which means that mm. they're only ever like the, um, you know, the, the puppets of their masters, essentially. Exactly that. And I guess the other thing to note is that we've stated that the Pokedex is hyperbolic, right? Yeah. Which means that we don't live in a world. When Pokemon inhabit our world, which is the subject of this podcast, Fairly Farfetched, we're not living yeah. in a world where we couldn't commit crimes because, you know, these legendary mythicals would just end the world. That's not actually how Pokemon exist in our world, right? Therefore, Correct. crime still exists. And actually, if anything, I think that Pokemon give you license to be very creative with the kind of crimes that you might commit. Absolutely. Yeah, I think I think the addition of Pokemon in our universe, uh, particularly because they're not just like your average animals, probably exacerbates yeah, crime quite a lot. Um, but because it exacerbates crime, it will probably also, uh, you know, in- inherently increase the protection that we have against said crimes. Totally. What are the police force going to do? Exactly that, that sort of stuff. Because it, it's, it's all balance, right? Because in um, Detective Pikachu, which we talked about in our last uh, cheeky little bonus episode, uh, Golurk mm. was used as like kind of like heavy protection for the police force and Growlifts were used as well, weren't they? And Arcanines. Yeah. Yeah. And they're probably used for the, their, their Pokedex purpose, right? Uh, Growlifts are sniffer dogs. Arcanines yeah. are super fast, loyal and, you know, all, that, all those, those things. I'm not 100% sure where the Golurk thing was. He's, he's, he's definitely hench. muscle. He's, yeah. yeah, he's definitely muscle. He's probably got some sort of like benefit to. Yeah, maybe I wonder if because he, he, he looks um, very, he looks like a, I don't know, like a a tank, a fearsome tank warrior, right? So I wonder if there's something in yeah. his Pokedex entry, maybe that's about like, um, I don't know, maybe he particularly um, believes in 
safety and public safety. I don't know <laughs> how you would... Yeah, so here we go. It is said that Golok, Golok were ordered to protect people and Pokemon by the ancient people who made them. Yeah. Golok flies were created across the to protect it? people. This is Pokemon 623, by the way, everyone. I very much suggest you look this up, because this says it flies across the sky. Mm. How? What What's interesting about Golurk, going back to Pokebiology, mm. um, I guess that if he is created by humans, humans are creating like... like if you look at... If you truly look at Golurk, he's like a, a husk that's been inhabited, yeah. I guess. Uh, in the same way, like Golette, his pre-evolved form is like a a, a rock. I mm. never, I just assumed he was like a big old ghost guy, but okay, yeah, he's probably yeah. like a something man-made that's been inhabited by, uh, you know, the, our answer to ghosts. So yeah, like and I think if you take the hyperbole of made by ancient human aside, actually, what it is is that they've been like influence and use there was a type of organic pokemon that was used because it showed good protective qualities and it was used to protect cities or villages or whatever and then over time because of human involvement it has evolved into what we see it today which is this huge like rock kind of golem style um pokemon and the reason why we're using ghost is because that's our way of saying it's like inhabited something right yeah and I'd probably also say that the typing of these Pokemon in the Pokedex as well is probably not also gospel. Like, yeah. just because it has ghost typing doesn't mean it's a ghost Pokemon. But anyway, I digress. That's not what we're talking about. 100%. Okay, so so animals will be... U- Sorry, Pokemon will be used in crime. So they won't necessarily be the ones, like, who are organically on their own going from conducting crime. So is what we're saying for the premise of this episode, humans would yeah. use Pokemon for criminal purposes. Absolutely, yeah. Does that mean that Pokemon can be tried as criminals? Like, are there Poke prisons? Like, how does that work? I would say, based on what Ekins had to say in that episode of Pokemon, that Pokemon not bad, yeah, Master bad, Pokemon do bad things because Master bad. Let's go with that. Pokemon sure. Oh, great. Evil. Yeah. What <laughs> wonderful logic to follow. Yeah. So, everyone, that's the right. premise of the episode. Pokemon not bad, bad, good. Pokemon episode. no bad. Lovely. <laughs> um, no, I don't think Pokemon go to prison. Mm. I don't think a Pokemon can be tried for a crime. I think the owner would be, and I believe yeah. the Pokemon would be removed from their care. Okay. And then um, what? I put into like rehab um, or something? Yeah. rehabilitation or in the same way that like we've got animals that go into homes to be rehomed and that sort Mm. of thing um i do actually have um an interesting tidbit about animals in prison oh Um, tidbit i'll go for it yeah it's actually a bit of a it's a nice thing it's not it's like we're not putting animals in prison or anything Mm. um in the florida department of corrections there's currently a program called all capitals tales which partners two inmates uh, to an at-risk animal. Uh, so an animal that can't be rehomed or an animal that is up for, unfortunately, euthanasia. Right. Um, and it, it partners up this animal with two of these inmates um, who have to earn the right to participate in the program. 
and it, it it's basically a form of rehabilitation for not only the inmates but the dog and it's a really nice thing that probably happens that's in lovely our pokemon universe isn't it that's really nice yeah i like the idea that we're using pokemon as like rehabilitation tools and that we're also going you know what just because a pokemon has been used to um you know murder someone or to steal someone's wallet or whatever they're not bad but they've been taught to be bad by humans and what we need to do is actually help them to get back to their neutral positive selves yeah and what i would say um based on sort of removing pokemon from uh, a criminal's care that criminal clearly had a pokemon license right yes well to own a pokemon in theory, yeah. unless they broke the law theory, to get one. And if a criminal commits a crime with a Pokemon, and let's say it's a low-level crime, mm. uh, like, I don't know, shoplifting. They go, to, they go yeah. to prison six months. They have their Pokemon removed from their care. Um, and on their Pokemon license, it'll be, they'll, they'll be like a... You know when you get points for speeding? Yes. Or something like that. You're banned from using that type of Pokemon in the future mm. for, say, a year, two years or what have you, mm. because you've used that Pokemon for nefarious purposes. Nice. And because the when you go into a shop to buy a Pokeball, you have to give your license over. They scan it, and then that ball is linked to your license for a number of reasons, one of which you're saying is... That person then, that Pokeball actually won't allow a Geodude to be inside it, for example, if they've been using a Geodude to beat up old grandmas on the street or whatever, right? Exactly. That's cool. Keeping, I really like keeping that. Keeping grandmas safe. Um, I love yeah. that. So th- there are actually, I'm glad you brought that up because there are actually other examples of, like in our world, animals um, being tried for crimes. Um, not such a thing anymore, but in, in a couple of different places... Um, in early 18th century Europe, a lot of animals were tried for, um, mo- mostly for, well, criminal damage more than anything else. And a right, lot of the okay. research I was seeing were pigs. A lot of pigs basically getting put in front of a court of law because they did, like, you know, damaged a, a brothel or a saloon or whatever. And then actually given capital punishment, actually being like, put down as a result of being criminals that's that is wild now the other uh example i thought of animals committing crime to give our episode a bit of like uh weight behind it was from the 1993 cult classic wallace and gromit the wrong trousers okay yeah famously feathers mcgraw was a chicken that was wanted for crime. Actually, it turned out that it was a penguin and he went on to conduct a diamond heist. But if listen, if we can't learn anything from Wallace and Gromit, then I don't want to live in a world where we can't, right? No, yeah, absolutely. Love it. And okay, Wallace good. and Gromit would probably still exist, right? Of course it would. Of course it would. Of course it would. But it'd be made out of like Sligo instead of Play-Doh. Um, okay, right. So, <laughs> good. So... Oh, God. So we've established the kind of the rules of this episode. Animal Pokemon are going to be used in crimes, but they're not doing it of their own right. They'll probably be put into like rehabilitation and the laws and the technology will uh, prevent criminals from being able to use or catch those Pokemon again in order to um, sate their ability to commit those crimes. Yes. 
Lovely. All right, well, I reckon, why don't we go for a little break? And then when we come back, what I want to do is to delve into specific crimes and how Pokemon would be used to uh, cause and prevent them. How does that sound? Perfect. All right, gang, see you after the break. Okay, welcome back, listeners. Episode 8, Fairly Far-Fetched. It's all about pokey crime. We've established our um, our rules around what we mean when we talk about pokey crime. And now, what I'd like to do is delve into specific instances. Now, the world of pokey crime is fraught with all kinds of challenges. It's a dangerous world to live in. And Gavin and I are your detectives in this world. We have been going out into the world and seeing the trends and what's happening within how Pokemon are used in crimes. And we have come up with the four biggest trends in crime today. What's causing them, What's um, what to look out for. And importantly, if you're a business owner, if you're in law enforcement, or if you're just a concerned <laughs> parent or citizen, we will let you know how to use Pokemon to prevent these crimes. Isn't that right, Gavin? Absolutely, yeah. Why don't you kick us off? What is the number one trending crime at the moment that you're seeing in the world? Yeah, uh, well, not in our world, I'm not sure. Uh, in the pokey in our, world. Yeah, in our poker world. Stay in uh, character, Gavin. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right. Heists. Heists mm. are everywhere. Bank heists are everywhere. Shopping heists, all sorts. Everyone's burgling everyone. Um, the police are having a you know field day trying to round up all these people. Mm. Now, out of character, I've based my idea for this heist on a uh, card game called Millions of Dollars, which uh-huh. has roll cards. Because I don't know a lot about stealing or <laughs> committing a heist, I've used that as an example. Are so, you just using this millions... to like defer the authorities' attention away from any crimes that you've done? Is that what's happening right now? <laughs> That's exactly like, I know nothing. Right, Look, yeah. it's quite it's obvious. And I know nothing. The... I'm basing it on a card game. Yeah, clearly wasn't um... Gavin. <laughs> 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 right, so in Millions of Dollars, the card game, there are some roll cards we've got, and they're all basically committing a heist. You're planning a heist, uh, and then you take the money away when you've you've you know the heist successfully goes through. Mm. So we've got a successful heist will normally have a crook, a brute, a mastermind, a driver. Nice. Okay. okay. So what you're saying is there's loads of different like types of roles that would be involved in a heist. Exactly that. So cool. I'm going to say with a, with. To, to fulfill that role of a crook, oh, right, okay, great. You probably want a Pokemon that uh, now people what what the police have been saying. Sorry, back into character. Mm. What the police and what I've noticed as a detective <laughs> in the Pokemon universe <laughs> is that in these crimes, they've been picking a lot of Pokemon with you know like a bog standard shady looking Pokemon. Yeah. And one of the most popular is Pokemon number 461. They tend to pick two of these Pokemon, and that Pokemon is Weavile. Oh, yeah, crooky, crooked. Crooky. Weavile has a hidden ability called Pickpocket. So he's stealthy, he's agile, he's moving everywhere. Yeah. Right? He's good. He's a criminal. Here's his Pokedex entry. One Weavile will trip a Sandshro and flip it over. And then another Weavile will deal with finishing blow with its sharp claws. What? So is one right? like crouching Evil. down behind the Sandshro as one pushes it over the ground? Right. 
And I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us back around to what Ekin said. Pokemon not bad. Pokemon mm. not bad. Pokemon not bad. Master bad. Master bad. <laughs> Weavile is evil, right? Okay, moving on. Oh, okay, so Weavile these, is your a crook. Lo- Weavile is our crook. He's our yep. crook role, right? Okay. Now, the uh, <laughs> one thing we've also noticed that these these heists are being committed with a, a large. Pokemon, a Pokemon that's intimidating, a brute, you might say, mm. the brute roll card. Who's your brute? The most interesting one is the crime we saw recently. The Pokemon number 739 used Crab Ruler. Oh, it yes. punches so much, its pincers often come off from overuse, but they grow <laughs> back quickly. What little meat they contain is rich and delicious. Oh, delicious. <laughs> um, he's also the got like, a crazy, Ruler. like, um, Johnny Bravo hairstyle as well, which I really appreciate about Crab Johnny Roller. Bravo hairstyle. Yeah. Lazy eye, two boxing gloves for fists. Oh, but t- t- clearly... tell our listeners about his um, evolution, Pokemon 740. Great name. Acrobominable? Crabominable. Yeah. Crab- and he, he goes from a fighting crab to a fighting ice crab, and he looks like an abominable snowman. Exactly. Yeah. Incredible. Don't know what happened there. <laughs> it I just need got that really Pokemon. icy. Right. I'm going to leave Mastermind for the end. Okay. But they've also had some sort of getaway. Now, mm. in our in our universe, in our regular day-to-day day-to-day life, you've got a driver, haven't you? You've got of course. A, uh, we don't we don't need that in our Pokémon universe. We don't need that at all. We're all flying away. Mm. Now I'm going to bring it back, back back around to our crook-looking Pokémon. This okay. one doubles up. Oh. We're going to fly away on the back of a f- Pokemon number 430, Honchcrow. Oh, it's Honchcrow is so cool. Right. It's goons take care of most of the fighting for it. The only time it dirties its own hands is delivering a final blow to finish off its opponent. Wait, what? Does that, that, it doesn't say that in a Pokedex. That, yeah, it does. It That's flies around what? with a bunch of goons. I'm and assuming it means a bunch of Murkrow. So Honchcrow is like flying around with a load of Murkrows, letting them like take care of it. So he's, he, Honchcrow's kingpin. Yeah, he's Kingpin. He's the organised crime boss. Flame but out. if you're lucky enough to catch one of those things, yeah. you're going to use it for getting away because no one's messing with the Honchcrow. No, no. I mean, it should be called Henchcrow, as previously discussed. Sorry. You wouldn't use it. They have been being used. We've seen it in the Pokemon universe. Exactly. Right. Crikey. This crime Finally. sounds terrifying, Gavin. All heists need a mastermind behind it. You, mm. you as a human being, you could em- employ these Pokemon. You're not coming up with a heist idea. Pokemon number 199 Slow King is coming up with those ideas. Of course he bloody is. Look at him. Being bitten by a shelter gave it intelligence comparable that to that of award-winning scientists. Not just regular scientists. <laughs> award-winning that... scientists. Right? The ones that win awards. The <laughs> <laughs> ones that win awards. So oh. your Slow King is planning out your whole, your whole heist, right? Yeah. Your whole heist. Yeah. You've got your brute doing your intimidation, your crab yep. ruler. You've got your weevil being the crook and actually stealing the money. Yeah. You've got your 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 conch crow to fly away on. Now, how do you defend against these crimes? You might say. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm With looking heist- at this and I'm going as a business owner of a diamond shop. I'm not going to be able to stop this, Gavin. Please give me some advice. How can I best use Pokemon to prevent this heist? Right. 
Now, I've got some bad news for you. Mm. What we found in the Pokemon universe, our little Poke universe right now, is that these crimes rarely fail. They leave ah. a lot of evidence behind. So we do, you know, we do... I mean, Slowking's, you know, he's a slowpoke at the end of the day with a shoulder on his head. He, sure. he's, he's only as smart as award-winning scientists. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you can't really defend against it. Your business might get hit. Oh, However, we've been noticing a trend recently. Hmm. There's another roll card. Oh. The snitch. <gasps> I hear you gasp. Flaming hell. If you, the criminal... Mm. Or the Slow King makes the poor decision to employ one of these few Pokemon in the crook roll for their heist. They in trouble. Right. Okay, go on. Tell me the Pokemon. Pokemon number 275, Shiftry. It's his name. Shifty. (laughs) (laughs) And Pokemon number 495, Smugleaf. Yeah, Smugleaf, Snivy the These Snitch. These Pokemon, Snivy the Snitch, these Pokemon are ratting you in. I'm There's sorry. No, you're not taking, if you're taking these Pokemon, your heist is going to fail. They're telling the authorities. If you are a slow king, a mastermind criminal planning a heist, and you go, who shall I have as my crook? I know, I'll have Snivy. Snivy is a, he's literally a grass type. He'll grass you up. It's right there in the name. They've been making these mistakes. It's an ongoing trend. So as a business owner, could I train up a uh, snivy grass? Or a sh- uh, By the way, love the fact that they're both grass types. Hysterical. Um, yeah. I could use a shift tree or a snivy, <laughs> a.k.a. smug leaf, to... Yeah. Um, I could train them up and they could, like... Um, Infiltrate. Or, or, yeah, organize exactly. crime. Lovely. Yes. And actually the police force exactly could do that. that as well, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it. Really nice. I love that. They're um, on police payroll. Crikey. All right, so terrifying. Uh, really interesting range of Pokemon, but I'm glad that we've figured out a way to solve it. Love that. Thank you, Gavin. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to tell no you about um, something really terrifying, which is murder. Now. Murder. We- murder. Murder. Now, Gavin, we know that Pokemon can be used to murder in a load of ways right and they have been for the for eternity that pokemon have existed in our world um these lovely creatures that are you know built to serve us to um, defend us unfortunately can be used for murder and there's some really horrible examples of you know charizard's flamethrower and people of electrikes electrocuting people to death there's loads of really horrible stuff out there but there's one crime at the moment, um, one way of murdering another fellow human being <laughs> using a Pokemon yeah. that is weird, right? Go on. Let me tell What's you about trending? it. What's trending? The trending murder at the moment, and this is a really... Actually, these criminals are very, very smart, Gavin. They don't want to just, like, chuck su- like a, you know, a Charizard out there and I get think, them to flamethrow you to a crisp. I think criminal is too light a word. You're right. These murderers. These, these murderers are using. effing murderers have right. thought of an ingenious and somewhat comical way of murdering other humans using Pokemon. Okay. What they do is they go out and catch the heaviest Pokemon they can find, right? Uh, yeah. Pokemon number 95, Onyx. Obvious choice. Um, interestingly, sure the heaviest Pokemon that exists 
is Pokemon number 750, Mudsdale, which is like the the pony Pokemon. Because it's, it's, it's surely not. Yeah, other than legendaries, Mudsdale is the heaviest Pokemon because its feet are made of rocks and and dirt and stuff. Right. Okay. Yeah, it's crazy. Something like uh, 900 kilograms or something. Can't remember. Anyway. So we're just we're they're, they're, these criminals are they're trying to find the heaviest Pokemon that isn't you know yeah. a legendary c- controlling the environment. Exactly. Okay. And they've found a really creative way of killing people. What they do is you'll have two... A a murderer-criminal pair, right? And Mm. one of them will distract you and, like, keep you, like, in... Maybe they'll, like, challenge you to a Pokemon battle. You're standing there, ready for your Pokemon battle. You're about to fight this criminal. What you don't see is the murderer coming up behind you. And what they do is they throw their Pokeball into the air above your head. It opens this onyx just appears out of nowhere, uh, tw- 20 feet above your head, and then just crushes you. That's horrendous. It's gross, right? That's horrendous. You don't yeah. see it coming. And you're just, you're flat. Here. Awful. How do we prevent this disaster? Oh my gosh, Gavin, so many ways. I mean, any Pokemon with light screen will really help you out here. Any Pokemon with protect will really help you out. Um, but... How you know you can't just walk around with a protect above your head the whole time. But what you might want to think about um, is a, a classic Kanto Pokemon, Pidgeot. Now, Pidgeot is actually super hench. Pokemon number zero one eight, number eighteen. Um, it is said that by flapping its wings with all its might, it can make a gust of wind capable of bending and moving tall trees so i think keep pidgeot on you all the time keep it flying around your head and then if an onyx were to appear or the pokeball it can just gust the pokeball out of your way the onyx falls to the ground and then you have a fair fight where you're not squished that's wonderful i i particularly like that it applies to absolutely everyone in the world 100 just people that might become a victim of murder exactly always have a Pidgey or a Pidgeot around you, gusting those Pokeballs out of the way, just in case, because you don't know what's going to land and where it's going to land. That's horrendous. Mm. Right. There's another crime that's been happening in our Pokemon universe. What's been going on, Detective Pinkney? Lots of cat burglary. Lots of Mm. small theft. Petty theft. Oh, God. Petty, isn't it? Petty. Yeah, it might be from your home. Mm. It might be, you know, from your shop. Mm. It might be a pickpocket in the street. Now, there's four things to look for at the moment. Current trends. Okay. Four things. A lot of people have been using Pokemon number 568, Trubbish, for reconnaissance. Ooh. He's completely inconspicuous <gasps> and can research. He can sit outside the house in a rubbish bin and research a person's habits oh my gosh. for weeks. Right? I hadn't thought about that. Completely inconspicuous. So you got to like if look you don't out. Know you it's got rubbish. You got to look at your bins. Everything. There are eyes everywhere. There is a defence. Oh, thank gosh. You take out. You take out your trash, your garbage, your rubbish. However you want to say mm. it. Regularly. That's it. Simple as that. Just keep a keep a clean right. household. Make sure that that black bin is out every Thursday, so the garbage men can pl- collect up your rubbish and close the lid that's really important close the lid because you put that trubbish is in your trash you put it outside you think great but it will look at your uh 
you know, your alarm codes getting in and out of the house. It will look at where you hide your keys as well. Um, people, yep. I, we can't stress this enough. Take out the trash and close the lid. Yeah. You don't want to mm. trubbish. Re- reconnaissancing. <laughs> Quite. Your Re- Reconning? Reconning. That's the word. Sure. Yeah, good. I don't think it is, actually, right. but someone will tell us that. Um, thank Other you, Gavin. criminals yeah. have been using... Noctowls as lookouts. Mm. Pokemon, Pokemon number 164, Noctowl. Noctowl, he never fails at catching a prey in darkness. This, uh, this Pokemon owes its success to its superior vision that allows it to see in minimal light and, its, and to its soft, supple wings that make no sound, no sound Ooh. in flight. So, these burglaries that are happening at night, yeah. they've, been using, they've been using Noctowl. Now, very simple fix. Go on. Defense alarm systems. There's a very particular type of alarm system you could install. Oh, great. What, what is that? It's preferably Pokemon number 295, Explode. <laughs> its, howls, its howls can be heard over six miles away. It emits all sorts of noises from the ports on its body. So if you can employ an Explode yeah. in your home as your alarm system, linked to your alarm system. Love it. Everyone around will hear that you are being robbed. And what do you do? And we do you can just get put... there? The police can get there. Do you just put like Go the explode like on your door? Is he a lookout? Like how is he getting the? How is it getting the information it needs to then shout? What's detecting the criminal activity? I think you know a general alarm system, mm. right? But triggers an explode. So like a, like a little you know your explode might be asleep in its home or what mm. have you. But it's linked to an alarm system. Like it might be sleeping in a bed that vibrates and wakes it up. God, and you. it you know screams for six miles. Makes loads of sense. Makes loads and loads of sense. Right. Um, thank you. Here's Gavin. another one. Yeah, go on. Subterranean. Any Pokemon coming up from underneath ah, and making a hole into your house. They're digging. This digging. They're digging. They're, they're, they're digging and they're using the move they're dig. They're digging. Yeah. Pokemon number 533 has been popular. 30 has been popular recently. Mm. 530. Excadrill. Ooh, Excadrill. Little That's a great Pokemon. Pokemon yeah. Steel type. Forming a drill with its steel claws and head. It can bore through a steel plate no matter how thick it is. This one's tricky to defend against, guys. Really tricky. How are we gonna? How are we gonna do that? Because I mean, that just terrifies it me. Because they dig, can dig through anything, yeah, right? Any, it can bore through a steel plate, no oh matter how thick it is. Oh my gosh! Build your house over Pokemon number three hundred and seventy-nine, Registeel, over his cavern. Really smart. <laughs> his his mythical, legendary cavern. His body, it's sturdier than any kind of metal. It hardened due to pressure underground over tens of thousands of years. So that's what you can do. You can build your house over a Reggie Steel cavern. Okay, nice. Uh, not, not very helpful for the masses. I don't think everyone's going to be able to build their house over Reggie Steel. But for those lucky few of us that are near one, that's one solution. Exactly. Right. Finally, mm. here's our final trend in our cat burglary. This is like agility. This is stealth. This mm. is Pokemon moving through and getting in through your bedroom window. Ha ta ta ta! Exactly. Pokemon number 190. Apom. Apom! S- small robberies. 
Basically, they've been using Apom because he can swing through trees, branch mm. to branch. He's tiny. He can lift up windowsills, let you in, go in himself. Ah. There is a very easy defense against this, though. Go on. Pokemon number 596, Galvantula. You can, if you can find yourself a Galvantula... A Galvantula? I've never heard of that. A Galvantula. If you can find yourself a Galvantula... You're oh, it's safe. like a, it's like a big um, like electric spider, electric tarantula. Oh, it's the evolution of uh, Joltik that you used for your crimes Joltic. last week. Exactly. Yep. Now, Galvantula has the ability to produce an electrified net, so ah. people have been taking to electrified netting over their windows. That's clever. Right? Apoms. They can't get in. They're, it's too much. They're getting shocked. They're falling to the ground. You know, done. Easy I defense. Love that. Web web nets over windows. And actually, that's a bit of a business idea as well, right? Going back to Pokenomics, like Galvantula security, Pokemon security systems. Are you yeah. living in a neighbourhood where people are just breaking in through the windows? If so, get yourself a Galvantula. Are you living in a Do world? Do you need an Explode? Exactly. <laughs> Extra drills keep. Tunnelling into your living room in the middle of the night? Don't worry. Here's a registeel cave to build your house upon. <laughs> or something. I'm sure the masses can figure out a hard enough material. Uh, it's just, it's the first thing that, that came mm. to these, these people's minds to mm. stop, you know. Well, even just like a metapod in. colony, right? To go back to episode one, I think it might have been actually, where you talked Harder about... Harder than any known metal. It's crazy. Yeah. They just harden, harden, just harden. When of... they finally evolve into Butterfreeze, you then just use their shells. In fact, you could just go... You said, actually, that some forest floors are littered with these, like, rock, steel, hard uh, exoskeletons, right? Yeah. I don't know why the police didn't think of that for this episode. Yeah, it's a shame. But listen, we're, we're advising the police. We're, we're just special advisors, really, at this point, aren't we? Exactly. Right. Go on. I think you've got one last one, right? Lovely. Yeah, I do have one one crime that we actually just discussed a little bit on our bonus uh, Detective Pikachu episode. If you remember, one of my favourite things about that that uh, movie was the like underground kind of drug crime syndicate and they were using that it drug was, called yeah. R weren't they to making Pokemon like super evil and feral and aggressive mm. so drugs is the final crime that I'd like to draw attention to today as special advisors to the police force out there um, and there are loads of obvious um, pokey drugs that people are taking. People are getting um, like uh, poison types to use like poison powder, stun, pour, stun spore, sleep powder. Sleep powder is basically like, you know, taking a load of quaaludes and then trying to like fight off the sleep, kind of like a la Wolf of Wall Street. There's loads of stuff going on. But the crime, the drug of the moment, the kids have got a term for it. It's no longer getting stoned it's about getting licked you'll hear this all the time on the streets yeah people are like oh yeah yeah last night it was great i just got licked in my in my you know my apartment oh yeah why don't we go down to the lake and get licked (laughs) right (laughs) exactly creepy i got licked in bed last night um now getting licked (laughs) getting licked 
Um, it's evolved from a time where people used to lick croagunks. Eh? Oh. It's evolved from um, us licking the Pokemon to get high. And actually, now what people are doing is using Pokemon to lick them to get high. Oh my gosh. I know. A couple of Pokemon... Pokemon not bad. Pokemon bad. not bad. But the Masters, you know, they it's like you just smear peanut butter on yourself and that Pokemon will lick it <laughs> off from anywhere. You know? Anywhere. But... <laughs> Not for sexual nefarious deeds, but instead to get high. So, for example, Haunter, right? Haunter, when um, it licks you, you go into this kind of like comatose, kind of like paralytic state. And if you're not given an antidote quickly, you'll eventually die. But a lot of people are trying to see how far they can push that to like get to this like enlightened stage just before they die. Right. Licky tongue also, if you get licked by it enough, it actually makes your whole body turn numb and you end up having this like out of body like trip experience. So many Pokemon is, who know how to lick you. This is eye opening. Isn't it? Getting licked. It's the new thing. Now, Kia, how can we stop it? How can we stop Pokemon licking us? I would like to give my <laughs> advice specifically to. Um, the people that are in charge of doing, like, PSAs, public service announcements, right? I want to mm. go on a marketing campaign that makes people think, you know what, kids, drugs aren't cool. Getting licked ain't worth a damn. Or ain't worm a damn. Oh. Right? Perfect. We've got yeah. a few. Beware of drugs. Pokemon number six, uh, 760, beware. And he's just like, hugging a little kid being like beware of drugs he's going to be like our official mascot (laughs) how about don't get licked get litten pokemon number 725 if you turn over your pokemon that licks you to the authorities we'll give you a free litten perfect there are more (laughs) getting licked is trubbish he has to have a mensch hey kids drugs are manky Pokemon number 56, Mankey. Someone acting oddish, they might be licked. And it's like a gr- you're like grassing up your like schoolmates for getting all licked. And oddish is like yeah. looking all like tripped yeah. and he's like off his face on acid attack. Pokemon number 43, yeah. oddish. So I'm saying a viral, huge marketing campaign. We're going to have like a bit of an amnesty where people can give over their drugs to get a free litten. Or just like grass up their mates but we're going to be using all these lovely lovely delightful pokey puns to do a big marketing campaign to stop people from getting licked uh kids are dropping out of school from it our economy is crashing as a result of it it's a gateway drug we know this it's funding the teams guys stop getting licked get litten i love it it's perfect it must be working because it's so good it's i mean it's it's genius in my opinion yeah whoever thought of those psas the absolute marketing genius yeah you're right um i, yeah, yeah, I feel like yeah, we've done yeah. something really good here for society today gavin yeah yeah i think we did I shall we smug jump <laughs> now we uh now back back into our normal selves back into regular gavin and Kia. regular us we regular us we neglected to answer a question in our pokemon in hollywood episode so Let's bring it back today with our question of the week. This okay. question is from Mav. Now, Mav's in the UK. He asks, how are the Machamps of Machamps Moving Co. 
paid. And others too, of course. Is there a polka currency or do human overlords get the sterling dollars or yen? Mm. What do you think, Kia? That's a good one. So so the question mm. is, is there like a currency in which the Pokemon are being paid or are they just making money for the, the their trainers, essentially? Yeah, I, I don't know. That's interesting. Right? So that's, that's, that's a tough question. It is tough. So, I mean, a couple of things spring to mind. The the world's economy is still going to be based around currency, right? So there's still going to be money as we know it in our world. It's just the Pokemon inhabit that world. And I think that yeah. in the same way as I could train up... Um, I need to get this the right way around. But like a mongoose, right, who would... Um, as, as, say I was in charge of like pest and snake removal. I could, in this mm. world like, have a load of mongoose that would come and, like, kill the snakes. I think that's the right way around. Um, mm. But I would get paid for my mongoose's work, right? Sure. My mongoose ain't getting paid pounds sterling. But it does make me think back to our previous episodes. We talked about, um, like, um, Conkulder and Gerder uh, Construction Company, right? And what we were saying mm-hmm. was, actually, the Pokemon are getting something out of it as well. Because... By using their hands, use like getting like more like ripped, and also from going from timber uses wood to girder who uses steel girders to concreter who uses these concrete blocks, they are learning to use this um, uh, more evolved tool so that they can evolve and become better Pokemon as a result. Which actually goes back to the first point we talked about today about it being a partnership. So I don't think, and I'm interested to hear your opinion, but I don't think Pokemon are getting paid anything, but they're always getting something out of it for themselves to either survive, reproduce, or evolve, and then humans are getting the money. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you there. I've written down three things as my answer for this question. I said potentially they're they're you know being paid in food. Maybe yeah. it's poffins. Oh, you know, their, their general upkeep, poker blocks. The main one I went with is experience. Like there, yeah. there's a Pokemon. Uh, we decided that some of these Pokemon need that coexistence with humans to level up, to uh, evolve, that sort of thing. Yeah. I don't think they're getting paid in in pound sterling. I also thought with Machamps of Machamps Moving Co, mm. it's a free gym. It's a it's a free gym. Yeah, it's volunteer work. Yeah. They right, I need to work out today. I need to stay completely hench. Yeah, I've got four arms. Gym. Arms day takes twice as long. Exactly. They've got to use them somewhere. I love it. It may not yeah, be the same I, Machamp I quite agree with that. every day, m- moving your stuff. It might be a different Machamp, but who knows? Totally. Uh, the other bit that I really liked about Mav's question was his uh, postscript. It said, P.S. Surely the store where Pokemon are bought, I presume he means, are, um, should be called the pokemon store right so like not just the pokemon store but the first word is pokey and the second word is like monster but it's monster monster fantastic terrible awful Uh, i mean it was was better than your (laughs) right which i guess now that we've answered that i hope to some degree of you know competency this brings me to social channels and then final thought correct so you can find us uh at fairlyfarfetched.com i send in your questions at questions at fairlyfarfetched.com and then on every social media you can fail us find us at fairlyfarfetched now gavin's final thought gavin's final thought interesting one today 
I'll tell you why it's interesting. Mm. Because Kia read it out halfway through the episode. Did I? Uh, Pokemon number 717 Eve Tal Dark flying legendary yeah. When its life comes to an end It absorbs the life energy Of every living thing And turns into a cocoon Once more So thanks for that Kia Great So I Spent some of this episode uh, Giving my Laptop The side eye Trying to find a new one uh, And I've settled on Pokemon number Pokemon number four hundred and seventy-seven. Okay, Dusk Noir. Mm, now, he's Dusk got a Noir. really interesting Pokedex entry. Mm, he's he's a ghost Pokemon species, Gripper Pokemon. Yeah, and he, he's what, only one hundred and six kilos. He's uh, uh, he's got two faces, from what I can assume. He's got one eye. He's got some big hands. Uh, he looks kind of like a, a lantern, maybe. I think he looks like a. I don't um, know. I think he looks like a mummy, like a right? Because he from evolves a from. Dusclops, yeah. doesn't he? Which is like really, he's like a mummy. Dusclops from Duskull. Yeah, I guess he's a mummy. He's a big mummy. Mm. Uh, anyway, the Pokedex entry that I thought was good enough halfway through the episode to settle on uh, after <laughs> Eve Tower's taken was the antenna on its head captures radio waves from the world of spirits that command it to take people there. Mm. It is said to take lost spirits in, into its pliant body and guide them home. Pliant. This feared, this feared Pokemon is said to travel to worlds unknown. Some even believe it takes lost spirits along with it. So, Dust Noir confirms the existence of the spirit world. Crikey. Isn't that weird? And on that... And on that... <laughs> we bid you listeners a fond, fairly far-fetched... Farewell. Stay safe out there. These Pokemon, they're there to serve us. They're there for partnership, but there are some evil people out there getting licked and using snivvies to grass each other up. Be safe out there, guys. It's, 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 a, it's a bloodbath out there. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Kia. I've been Gavin. And we've been fairly far-fetched. And remember, kids, Pokemon not bad. Master bad. Master Bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, see you later. Ladies. <laughs>